Welcome to Superpower Stories, where we share our favourite tales of shape-shifting aliens and purple-haired grannies who beat everyone at football, with you, our outlandish listeners. This week's story is Sam and the Shapeshifters, by Ren Dennehy. Happy listening. For as long as I can remember, everyone who met me thought of me as an average kid. I learned to walk and talk and ride a bike. I went to school and I made friends. Sounds like every other kid, right? Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. On the outside, I'm a girl, just like any other. I'm eight years old and my name is Samantha. But inside me is another, completely different person. And guess what? He's a boy. And his name is Sam. Sam is the real me, but for a long time, I had to keep Sam a secret. You see, I've always known that I was two people. Not one, not twins, but two people living in the same body. The thing is, most people only ever got to see one of these people, and never the other. My mom never knew about my secret double life. But that's because sometimes grown-ups aren't very clever. Sometimes, grown-ups are only able to focus on what's on the surface. They can't use their imaginations to read between the lines. You see, everyone who ever met me always thought I was a girl. I won't blame them. On the surface, you would easily be fooled. My mom always called me her little twin. We look very alike, and mom loved to dress us in matching outfits. She loved to dress like a textbook girly girl, and her favourite colour was pink. She always looked and felt very pretty when she was all dolled up. But I always felt silly and awkward and all the glitter and frills. It made her so happy to see us matching that I never had the courage to tell her that even though the outfits were cool and that she looked lovely in them, I never felt like the real me. Regardless of how much my mum wanted me to be just like her, I always knew I was different. I was always off in my own little world. Away with the aliens on another planet, my granny used to say. I was very lucky that granny lived with us. I loved her very much and she was extra special to me. She was mad as a brush. She didn't care what anyone else thought of her. She would always say what she wanted, do what she wanted, no matter what anyone else said about it. I loved granny's sense of style. She wore the coolest clothes. She was the complete opposite of what me and mam would wear. She loved to wear ripped jeans and her studded leather jacket. Other days, when she football training, she would wear a tracksuit with her favourite jersey. Cranny had short purple hair and never wore makeup. Mam would joke that she wouldn't be caught dead going out in public dressed so scruffy. But Granny didn't care what other people thought. She would always say, I'd rather be a weirdo and still be me than be what someone else wants me to be. That was her motto in life. She lived by that, so much so that she had it embroidered onto a tea towel that hung over the kitchen door. Growing up, I knew from watching TV that girls and boys are supposed to be very different and that we were all expected to act a certain way. Whenever I went clothes shopping with Mam, all the girls' clothes were pink with princesses and the boys' clothes were blue with trucks and trains. 
every toy shop I went to had the boys stuff on one side and the girls stuff on the other. It was clear to me that boys and girls were opposite to one another. I was supposed to enjoy dressing up and playing with dolls and the boys were supposed to like football and playing outside in the mud. I found all of this really confusing because some days I wanted to play chase or football and other days I wanted to sit inside and draw or play house or whatever took my fancy on that particular day. It felt like the whole world was obsessed with putting everything into categories. Everyone except Granny. Granny had always taught me that toys are just toys and games are just games and the clothes are just clothes. To Granny, it didn't matter what you wore or who you played with, as long as you were having good fun. That's why I loved it when Mam would go away on her business trips at the weekend. When it was just me and Granny and I could be whoever I wanted to be. Granny would let me run around and climb trees and play football with the boys on the road. She even joined in sometimes. She let me try out lots of different types of clothes. One time, when Mam was away, she bought me shopping and got me some cool ripped jeans and a leather jacket, just like hers. When we got home and I tried them on, I looked in the mirror and I got this strange feeling. I couldn't see Samantha anymore. I turned to Granny and asked, This might sound a little silly, Gran, but how do you know you're a girl? Granny thought for a second. Well... It's a tricky one, my love. It's just a feeling I have inside me. Even though I don't do a lot of the things that girls or women are supposed to do, I just know what I am. Why do you ask? I'd never spoken to anyone about not feeling like I was really Samantha before. I got very nervous. But, well, I stuttered. The thing is, I'm not sure I have that feeling. Deep down... I don't think I'm a girl. I know that's really weird. Granny stopped me before I could finish. That's not weird at all, my love. That's wonderful, she said with a big smile. Now, if you're not a girl, then there's some things that we should change, isn't there? We shouldn't call you she for a start. And perhaps Samantha isn't the perfect name for you. I couldn't believe Granny was so calm about it. I was so happy. I jumped into her arms and gave her a massive hug. I'm going to let you in on a secret, Granny. My real name is Sam. Granny reached out and shook my hand. Well, it's lovely to meet you, Sam. She turned me around and we both looked in the mirror. She fixed the collar on my leather jacket. She looked proudly at both of us and said, There he is now, my handsome grandson, Sam. Hearing Granny call me Sam made me so happy. I almost cried. I knew then I wanted to be Sam all the time. The only trouble was, Mam loved us being the same. I was her little twin. We couldn't be the same if I wasn't Samantha anymore. And I didn't want to hurt her feelings. I made Granny promise not to tell Mam about Sam. Granny agreed and from then on, I would pretend to be Samantha around Mam. But when Mam went out and it was just me and Granny, I could be Sam again. We kept Sam a secret. And mom didn't suspect a thing. Something else Granny and I always did in secret was watch TV. Mom was very strict about what I was allowed to watch. And she never let me watch TV past 8 o'clock. But on nights when mom wasn't around, Granny and I would watch TV programs about my favourite topic. Space. I was obsessed with space. So much so that Granny nicknamed me her Little Alien 
I loved pretending to be an alien from another planet. I always thought humans were so boring compared to the endless possibilities that existed in the alien world. Space was for everyone. It didn't matter if you were a girl or a boy or whatever. In space, everyone was equal and nothing was weird. In fact, in space, it seemed the weirder you were, the cooler you were. When Mum was away, Granny would let me watch a programme about aliens. Our favourite show was called Alien Conspiracies. A show where real people told their stories about meeting aliens in real life. I loved hearing about how strange the aliens looked. Some had ten eyes. Some were made of jelly. Some were floating balls of fire. In space, you could be whatever or whoever you wanted to be. It was my dream to grow up and become an astronaut and travel to the furthest reaches of the galaxy. One evening, when Mam was out at her dance class, Granny and I settled down to watch an episode of Alien Conspiracies in secret. Even though this was something we did every week, this episode was different. This episode of Alien Conspiracies was about to change my life forever. That week, the team were travelling to Ireland to interview a woman who claimed to have been abducted by a strange breed of aliens that she called the Shapeshifters. She was a kooky old lady with flyaway hairs and wild eyes. She told the investigators that she was eating jam sandwiches out her back garden one evening when she spotted something in the trees. From a distance, it looked like a dog. She thought it was strange, as her dog Piddles had run away years ago. At first, croaked the old lady, I thought my little pup Piddles had come back to me after all these years, but as I got closer, I thought it looked like something bigger. Could it be a horse? I thought. Surely there's no way a horse could get in over the high walls in my garden. As she got closer, it looked different again. It was suddenly hovering higher in the trees. The old lady picked up a sweeping brush and rustled the trees, and something came shooting out. It wasn't Piddles the dog or a horse or anything from this planet. It was a giant floating yellow bob that hovered in the air in front of me. And, and there, right before my eyes, it turned into an ironing board, and then into a tennis racket, and then into a chair. I couldn't believe my eyes. I was sure I was going mad. And just when I thought things couldn't get any stranger, suddenly it changed one more time into a person. A person who looked exactly like me. What was it? Granny let out a little yelp and hid behind a cushion. Imagine, I thought to myself, imagine I could transform into... Whatever shape or form I wanted, I wouldn't have to be stuck being a girl anymore. Maybe I could capture one of these shapeshifters and then I could finally be a boy. Granny was still cowering behind her cushion. Gran, I know what I want to be when I grow up, I exclaimed. I'm going to be a shapeshifter. Granny laughed. Don't be silly, Sam. Aliens aren't real. I looked at her, confused, but 
What about alien conspiracies? We've seen tons of aliens on there. Ah, Sam, Granny replied. That's just made up stuff for television. Most of the people on there are bonkers. I didn't believe her though. I turned to her with a determined look on my face and said, I don't think so, Granny. I'm going to prove to you that aliens are real. I'm going to catch a shapeshifter tomorrow night. The next night, after it got dark, I took out my telescope and very quietly sneaked downstairs past the sitting room where Mam and Gran were watching TV. I slipped out the back door and set up my telescope. I took a long time surveying the skies, hoping to see a spaceship or catch an alien plummeting down to Earth. Come on, shapeshifters, show yourselves, I muttered under my breath. I looked as closely as I could, studying every star, but I didn't find anything out of the ordinary. After an hour, I gave up hope and began packing up my telescope. Suddenly, I heard a rustling at the bottom of the garden. It's probably just Fatty, the neighbour's cat, I thought to myself. But as I looked closer, I could see the shadow of something much bigger in the trees. I whipped out my torch and shone it into the branches. The rustling started again. Whatever it was, it was much bigger than a cat. I held my breath as I searched the bushes with my flashlight. I almost didn't believe my eyes when I saw a flash of yellow through the thick green leaves. Could it be? I thought, my heart pounding with excitement. Shapeshifter, show yourself, I called into the darkness. Just then, something emerged from the trees. I thought I was going mad. It was a large yellow blob floating through the branches. It hovered a few feet off the ground before floating back through the leaves. When it poked back out again, it had transformed into a big beach umbrella. The umbrella twirled around. It was a mesmerising sight. I was so shocked, I almost couldn't move. But I mustered the strength to run inside to tell Granny to come quick and see that aliens were real and that we weren't living in our back garden. But when I got to the sitting room, Granny was nowhere to be found. I could hardly catch my breath as I excitedly told Mam about my discovery. I asked her where Granny was. We'd need to get back out there quick before the shapeshifter flew away again. She's out at bingo, love. She'll be back home soon, replied Mam. What kind of alien did you find? I found it a little strange that Mam was so calm about my amazing discovery. But then again... It was rare for Mam to get excited over anything that wasn't pink or covered in glitter. I think it was a shapeshifter, Mam. Like the ones Granny and I saw on Alien Conspiracies, I exclaimed, jumping up and down on the sofa. Just then, the front door opened and Granny came in. Granny, I cried. I was out in the garden using my telescope to try and find the shapeshifters and there's one living down the back of our garden. Come see, come see. I grabbed Granny's hand and dragged her down the garden. Shapeshifter, show yourselves, I shouted as I shunned my torch into the trees. But there was nothing there. He was right here, I swear. I saw it with my own eyes. I cried out in disappointment as I searched through the bushes and brambles. I believe you, Sam, said Granny. That's probably just a shy shapeshifter. Even though Granny said she believed me, I was determined to get proof of the shapeshifters in my back garden. 
every day for the next week, I would rush home from school and camp out the back garden waiting for the shapeshifters to return. I made sure Granny was never far away so I could show her once and for all that aliens were real. But night after night, I sat for hours with my eyes glued to the telescope, eagerly watching the skies. Nothing happened. Friday rolled around and I was getting impatient. I sat at the breakfast table with Granny making a plan to finally catch a shapeshifter. Granny, tonight is the night. I just know it is. So you make sure you're here and wait for my signal. Oh, love, replied Granny. I'm playing five-a-side tonight. I won't be here at all. My face fell when I heard this news. But Granny, what if they come back while you're gone? I know. I could take a photo. If you let me borrow your camera. Granny agreed and handed me her camera with very specific instruction. Now, you know the rule about photographing aliens, she asked. You must never use the flash. The flash will frighten the aliens away and they might never come back. I saw it on Alien Conspiracies. You won't forget that now, will you? I promised Granny that I wouldn't forget and thanked her with a massive hug. That evening, as the sun was going down, I got ready to go alien hunting. I heard Granny leave to go to football and started counting down the hours until it got dark. I could barely eat my dinner, I was so excited. Eat up, Samantha, said Mam. An alien hunter needs their energy. But I couldn't sit still. I knew I had to get a photo for Granny, but I also had an even bigger plan in mind. I was going to ask the shapeshifters to beam me up and take me to their planet. I wanted them to teach me how to transform the way they did. I thought, if they could teach me how to be a shapeshifter, I wouldn't have to be seen as a girl anymore. I wanted to be Sam, not Samantha, and I was sure the shapeshifters were the only ones who could help me do that. This was my chance to be the person I always wanted to be. As the sun was going down, I went to my spot at the bottom of the garden and set up the telescope and Granny's camera. I wanted to catch them as they were landing, so I spent an hour studying every corner of the sky. But there was no sign of the aliens. I was feeling disappointed until I heard a familiar rustling in the trees. Shapeshifters, show yourself! I called out into the darkness. I saw a familiar flash of yellow in the leaves. The shapeshifting blob floated into view before passing behind a tree. When it came out the other side, it had transformed into an ironing board. I was so excited, I launched into the speech I'd been practicing in my head all week. <clears throat> Welcome to planet Earth, shapeshifters. My name is Sam, and I am a human. But, uh, I'm wondering if I can come with you to your planet, to learn how to be a shapeshifter. The alien faded back into the shadows, and when it emerged again, it had changed into a lawn chair. You see, shapeshifter, I need to be able to transform like you can. I have a secret. On the outside, I look like a girl. But on the inside, I'm really a boy. I've tried wearing different clothes. I've tried using a different name. And even though they help me feel more like the real me, there's still something missing. I need to be transformed so my mom can see me Sam, like Granny can. She wants Amanda to be her little twin and I don't want to disappoint her. But every day I have to keep Sam a secret. It feels like a waste. If I can be a shapeshifter like you, 
I can finally be a boy like I've always dreamed. The shapeshifter didn't say a word. It started floating back into the shadows. No, no don't go! I panicked and grabbed Granny's camera to prove that the shapeshifters were real. I was in such a hurry that I forgot to turn the flash off like Granny had warned me to. I took a photo and a bright light from the flash lit up the space behind the trees. And I noticed there was a person back there with the alien. I quickly looked at the photo and saw a familiar face. It was Granny. Granny, is that you back there? I was straining to see in the dark. Eh, no? A voice replied. I am a shapeshifter who's taken the form of your granny. I don't believe you, I said. If that's true, then change into something else. The voice paused before saying, Sam, it's me. Granny came out from behind the trees looking very guilty. I couldn't believe it. It was you the whole time, I shouted. You made me believe aliens were real and then you took that all away. I never want to speak to you again. I hate you. I ran past Granny and into the house. I locked myself in my room and I cried my eyes out. I couldn't believe that Granny would try to trick me that way. My heart broke as I realised that if shapeshifters weren't real, then that meant I would never get to be a boy. Everyone would see me as a girl forever. I'd lost my only chance to transform into the real me. The next morning, there was a knock at my door. Go away, Granny. I don't want to see you. The door opened and Mam was standing there. Darling, we need to have a chat. I know you're angry at your Granny, but she was only trying to make you happy. That's all either of us want, for you to be happy. I looked at her, wishing she knew my secret. That I wanted to be Sam all the time. That I could stop being Samantha and pretending to be someone I'm not. Sweetheart, Granny told me what you said out there. To the aliens. My heart started pounding. I didn't know how Mam would react. She took a deep breath and smiled. My love, if you have a secret, now is the time to tell me. I can't help you unless I know what's going on in your head. I can only see what's on the outside. It's time you told me what's going on. I could feel the tears starting to well up. I wanted to be brave, but the words wouldn't come out. Just then, I felt a supportive hand on my shoulder. It was Granny. Go on, love. Tell her what you told me all those years ago. Tell her about Sam. This was it, I thought to myself. It was finally time to tell her my big secret. Ma'am, I can't keep this in anymore. It's making me so sad that I can't be myself every day. The truth is, there's two of me. There's the outside me that everyone sees. Samantha, the girly girl, who you love. But then, there's the real me. And his name is Sam. Ma'am looked confused. His name? She asked. Yes, ma'am. I'm not the person everyone thinks I am. I'm a boy, and my name is Sam. I'm sorry, ma'am. I just can't hold it in anymore. I was hoping the shapeshifters would help me transform into Sam once and for all. But it looks like I'm going to have to be stuck as Samantha for good now. I couldn't hold it in anymore. The 
tears rolled down my face. I expected Mam to be angry. But as I looked at her, she had the kindest, softest look on her face. She wrapped me up in a big hug. Well, she said, first of all, it's lovely to meet you, Sam. I only wish you hadn't taken so long to introduce yourself. And second, Granny and I may not be aliens, but we know you don't have to be a shapeshifter to be who you really are. We could help you do that. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Really, ma'am, is that true? Ma'am hugged me even tighter. I'm so sorry, Sam. I wanted you to be just like me. Now I realise it doesn't matter what clothes you wear or what name I call you. You'll always be my little twin because we have the same heart and the same mind. You're my number one boy and I love you. You can thank your granny for giving me the wake-up call I needed. I looked at granny. She was starting to cry too. Do you forgive me? Sam the shapeshifter, she asked. I looked at her and couldn't help but giggle. You're a weirdo, Granny, but I love you. I felt so relieved after sharing my secret. Mam sprang to her feet. Right so, Sam, we need to go and get you some new clothes, and then I think a trip to the barbers is in order. But first, I think we need to say goodbye to Samantha, don't we? I was delighted at the thought of never having to pretend to be Samantha again. We went through all of the things in my room and packed all of Samantha's toys and clothes into bags. Well, almost all of it. I kept her favourite pink Alien Conspiracies t-shirt and some of her alien dolls that were still my favourite to play with. Once we were done, the bags were full to bursting with clothes and toys and there was nearly nothing left in my room. Next, we piled the bags into the car and went to the local charity shop. The staff were delighted with all of the lovely things I was donating. They told me that they would make some other little kids very happy indeed. Right, Sam, said Mam. Now that's all gone, time for a makeover. How does a new wardrobe and a new haircut sound? We went to a big shopping centre where I got new jeans and football jerseys and cool t-shirts with aliens and astronauts on them. I was delighted that there wasn't a single dress or skirt or any pink items in our bags. Finally, we went down the street to the local barber. It was my favourite building on Main Street because of the big rainbow flag hanging outside. The barber was a cool lady with short spiky hair and a nose ring. What can I do for you today? She asked ma'am. Well, ma'am replied, I have someone very special here who needs his haircut. This is my son, Sam. I hopped into the barber's chair. I was so short I couldn't see myself in the mirror. The cool lady put a cape on me and asked, What'll it be, Sam? I want a short and spiky hairdo, just like yours, I said, barely able to contain my excitement. The barber buzzed and sniffed, and I was delighted to see my long hair piling up on the ground. Now, all done? You ready to see? I was born ready, I said. The barber handed me a mirror. I couldn't believe my eyes. There was no trace of Samantha anymore. For the first time, all I could see was Sam. I could only see the real me. I was so happy. I jumped out of the barber's chair and hugged Mam and Grant so hard they almost burst. See, Granny? I am a shapeshifter. 
I told you aliens are real. listening to Sam and the Shapeshifters by Ren Dennehy, performed for you by Matt Kennedy. Sound design, composition and theme tune by Tom Lane and directed by Mark Ball for Superpower. But the story isn't over yet. With each podcast, we'll be setting an interactive challenge for you, our listeners, which you can complete in your own time and then share with us at Superpower. Want to get involved in the world of Sam and the Shapeshifters? This week, we want to know who our listeners are by seeing your finest self-portraits. You can draw, sculpt, make a collage, whatever you like. And remember, we believe our listeners are shapeshifters, and some of them actually look a bit different on the inside than they do on the outside. So send your best, coolest and proudest portrait so we get to know you in your favourite shape. You can send us your portraits on Facebook or Twitter at superpower or Instagram at super.power, always with your parent or carer's permission. That's super, as in superwoman, and power, as in the New Zealand abalone, P-A-U-A. Don't forget to use hashtag SPStories in your posts. Thanks for listening.